This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hi, this is Monique. And this is Sydney. And you're tuned into Monique and Sydney's Open, Open Relationship. Relationship. It's going to be the type of conversations that normally we're afraid to have out loud. Is it okay to be gay? Friends. How many of us have them? Mother and daughters. Is it always all bad? The mind's like a parachute. It's no good unless it's open. <laughs> That's what's up. Hey, my loves. Hey, my loves. Welcome to another episode of Monique and Sydney's Open Relationship. Hey, Daddy. Hey, Mama. How you doing? Good. I'm wonderful. Who are you again? I'm Monique. And I'm Sydney. You know what, baby? Sometimes... Listen, I'm excited about today's show. Do it. As I am all of them. But I think this one, um, anytime love is involved, it give me a little tickle different. That's right. Look how people are greeting. Hey, beautiful people. Hey, love you, lady. Good morning. Salute. That's starting off in love. That's starting off in love. Okay, so today, what we talking about today, Daddy? We're talking about will you fight for love? Will you fight for it? Now, we're not talking about the kind of fighting where y'all fighting over a nigga who really don't want neither one of you. Okay, we're not talking about that kind of fighting. Mm-hmm. Y'all up on the corner, Brendan and pulled your damn hair, and Pam and pulled your titty out. Right. We're not talking about that. Because Darnell is your man, Pam. You know it. He okay. come home to you every night. He just leave out in the morning and go with Brenda. That's it. She don't mean no goddamn harm. No. Will you fight for love? Okay, the kind of love... We're talking about, Daddy, what kind of love are we talking about? Well, there's all kinds of love. The love for your family, the love for your friends, the love for your children, the love for mankind with people that you may call strangers. Will you fight for love? Now, I'll say, just speaking in reference to me, and say, will you fight for love? Because oftentimes people ask me about the weight loss. And I think sometimes people are expecting this magical answer or this, you know, what are you being sprinkled with? Like, what are you doing, Monique? Tell me the secret. And the secret really is, it's love. I'm being loved in a way that I've never been loved before, and I'm understanding how to love back. So for me to say, do I fight for love? Yes, I'm fighting to save my life in a way that I've never even considered. Like, I've never considered some of the shit that, that I'm doing now, like trying to figure out different ways to make vegetables taste good. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> like, baby, I'm eating goddamn lentil burgers. Get out of here. Get out of here. There was a time I'd have said, lentil, bitch, don't what? What is a lentil? I thought that's a color, ain't it? Uh, what? Right. Don't sound like a food. That shit sound like a color. So we're talking about it today. Will you fight for love? Like, and what is your fight? Like, what is your fight for you to fight for to say, I'm never willing to put my guard down, not to be guarded, but I'm never willing to put my guard down and saying, I'm giving up. I'm going to always fight for this thing. What is that? And 
how we got on the conversation was there was an individual. Oftentimes, Monique and I have discussions where we go back and forth about we need to have certain conversations with certain individuals. And as tough of a talker as Monique is and as much of an appreciator as Monique is of someone having a conversation with her, it's difficult for her to have conversations with others because if you don't get it, it's like, fuck it, they don't get it, Sid. Don't you see what I'm saying? Don't you see what I'm saying? You don't believe it? Ask the motherfucker. Ask them and see why they don't get it. And then you're like, well, here's the thing. Sometimes when people don't get it, it's not to piss you off. It's because they really don't get it. And sometimes you've got to take the time to have the conversation with individuals and they still may not get it, but you don't give up on them because you know that someone took the time to have a conversation with you when you weren't aware of it. And sometimes your conversation is like the game Don't Break the Ice. You were just the first chip at the proverbial iceberg. They may need to hear five, six, seven, eight, ten more times. And sometimes it comes right on your watch. Mm -hmm. And you say the exact words that make them open up because they've heard them before, but now they're ready to be awake. And a prime example of that is we just had a conversation with Tommy, who's sitting right here. Say hello to the folk, Tommy. Hey, hey, hey. And Tommy was sharing in reference to there was a program that she wanted to have her son involved in yes. where they teach them how to fish, which not only shows them how to fish and win prizes and so, so forth and so on, but it teaches the metaphor of I can give you a fish and feed you today. Yes or I can teach you how to fish and feed you for the rest of your life. And she had expressed, well, you you, you tell them how, well, yeah, what your yeah. situation was. Yeah, it was so crazy because on our way here, I got the phone call because I had already been talking with my brother. My brother is a part of a fishing league. And with the fishing league, it's a competition, and they, you know, it's it's a it's a it's a group of very successful men that just got together to form a brotherhood around fishing, mm-hmm. and they went and m- built an organization, mm-hmm. and now they go out and they build they put scholarships together to go get you know underprivileged kids and bring them out and go fishing, and they also got the program together where now it's a an official scholarship where they can actually go into schools and offer this to schools and everything else, but. To make a long story short, my brother got involved with it because he wanted to, you know, expand and his broaden his horizon and do things that he loved because he always loved fishing. And he got he wanted to be a part of a organization and a brotherhood itself. What's the organization? IOC. Okay. I I <laughs> my bad. Yeah, but keep I, on going. I didn't come prepared that's right. with that, names that's right. and all Just that wanted stuff. to shout them out if we could. But, that's all right. But I thought it was a wonderful idea for my son. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my son, I initially, and what's so funny is because I know Monique remember because I came to her one time when we were talking because I brought up the conversation to my son mm-hmm. about maybe he should explore the idea of getting involved with a mentor or other men that he can be able to, you know, find out, you know, just, you know, just being around other men to, to get an idea of, of becoming his own man. Right. 
And so that was my idea, and I came to him with it very forcefully, but, you know, but lovingly. Mm-hmm. But at the time, he wasn't ready to receive it. He looked at me and was just like, look. About how long ago? This, probably, what, a year ago? Mm-hmm. Probably about a year ago. And so, but I, but you know, I, I mentioned it to because <laughs> I was trying to throw some ideas out there, like, you know. But, you know, it, I quickly would say I had to, you know, sit in my place, let him be his own man. But recently he came to me mm-hmm. and said, you know what? I was just thinking, you know, I was thinking that maybe I need to get out and find some other men that is doing some things. And I wanted to say, but I told you that last, but I didn't. Right. I just held back and I listened. Mm-hmm. And so when he dropped that to me, then, you know, I went to my brother. And I, you know, I asked my brother because my brother had called me about a new position. He got on his job and we got to talking and he was talking about the fishing. And I was like, well, you know what? It would be a really good idea if you get your your, ne- your, your nephew and y'all go fishing. Right. And he was like, yeah. And then he was telling me about the program and all yeah. this and that. But, you know, the, the beautiful thing about it is, is that sometimes you, you want to be involved and you want to put your hands on situation. And the timing might not be when it needs to be you know, presented at right. that moment. Right. But, you know, yeah. But your hand was in the situation, which was the point, is that it may not come necessarily when you think, but had you not planted that seed yes. in his mind, yes. he would not have known that he had an opportunity and a place to come back to to revisit. Yes. It would just be starting over and now it's dawning on him, and you don't know necessarily what were the words that led him to reconsider your initial offer. So sometimes you've got to fight for that love where you're saying and sharing things, and even in your situation, knowing when to back off no, because gonna... it's going to come to you because within the boundaries of saying, I'm going to back off momentarily, you are still fighting for your love because as you yes. – Stated earlier, you could sometimes come at with a little force. Oh, you know, because this was something with, I was working on right. at the time myself. Right. Because I was, because that's how I come off. Right. You know, because a little aggressively. When you, because I'm expressing listen, myself. Single, single, <laughs> single women of color, based upon experiences, uh, you see them being either one of two ways. And that is either a little bit passive. <laughs> yeah. Or overly aggressive because <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you you like you I gotta raise these four boys by myself yes. or whoever and it's like ain't nobody talk to them so I gotta punch them in the side of their head so tea bag won't Wait shoot them out in the street okay they call them tea bag because shit out of right you okay? <laughs> <laughs> we talking about it y'all will you fight for love. Will you fight for love? And people are like, well, what's your definition of love? And and the definition could be different for everyone. It's whatever your definition is. But are you willing to fight for it? Like, are you willing to have the difficult conversations? Are you willing to have them? And I'm going to tell you, you're right, Daddy. It's like, I, I so don't like conflict mm-hmm. that if I think it's going to be a conflict, there have been times where I almost had to work myself up to have the conversation so that if it's going to be a conflict, I'm already at 100, baby. So whatever we get ready to do, we get ready to do instead of saying, okay, let me bring this conversation up lovingly. 
we're there. I'm not looking for a conflict, but I'm looking to have an understanding or a conversation. And because I'm being loved like that, I'm trying to learn how to love like that back. And it is challenging because I'm still very much a gorilla. Okay, <laughs> Daddy, I believe I was a gorilla in one of my lives. Perhaps. Okay, but but that aggression, it 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 it's still very much a part of me, coming from a place of you got to get it, you got to get it, you got whatever that was, you got to get it is, and the nurturing part is still challenging. You know, just to truly say to fight for love, I'm I can be challenged with the way I want to receive it is the way that I need to give it. Exactly. And and in love, sometimes that is not just speaking with people, you know, but sometimes it's speaking to people that you really don't know well. Some of the realest conversations that I've had were with strangers and their executives. And it's part of the reason why some have said we could be problematic because you're having a conversation that is not usually had with someone who is the president of a company who tells you, oh, you, your wife, she, she can't be an executive producer of a program because we don't let actors and actresses become executive producers. Well, she's an award-winning actress and executive producer. Why would that be? Because I've been in the business 43 years, and I've been doing it for a very long time, and that's how we did it, and that's how we do it. And I just find that it's difficult for an actor to be an executive producer as well as an actor. And then express to that individual, before you became president, someone had to give you an opportunity to do things that you had yet to do. And what you're saying is, in fact, discriminatory. Well, it's not being discriminated. I'm not discriminating. It's nothing about black or white. When, see, when people hear the word discrimination, they automatically go to black and white. But what I was sharing with him is when you, who are who happens to be a person, is able to lay rules down over the executive producer, the actors, the actresses, the company itself, and a multiple, why is that? You're a person just like them. And you can tell individuals are used to not having anyone speak to them in reference to what is real because they're not loved enough to be told, you're wrong because people want to keep their job. Mm. People are afraid that if they say the wrong thing, they won't, they, nobody would want to do business with them. Not realizing that you don't want to do business with someone who doesn't want to do the right thing, nor they want to hear because you're loving them enough to tell them the truth. And you just never know if that person may say, you made a good point. Because there are those times in your life where you find out that they're not bad people. They made bad decisions. And part of the bad decision that they make is they refuse to listen to the people around them. That's why no one tells them anything. And you say, I refuse not to say my piece. You might say no, but I got to speak up for the love of who I am and for the love of who you are. We're talking about it, babies. Will you fight for love even when it's uncomfortable. And, you know, someone uh, said, I'll only fight if it's worth it. Well, that's when you should only fight for it. When it's not worth the fight, then you have to make a decision to say, let me get off of this because this is not worth this fight. Because if two people or if the people involved aren't willing 
to be on the same page and say, we're going to fight this together. We're going to go through this together. Then it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Then it doesn't work because you have one person that's saying, I'm fighting for the team. And you have another person saying, I'm fighting against. And it just doesn't work like that. And that Fuchsia just said that, um, and I'm paraphrasing, despite you might, you know, despite the fighting, it's supposed to be, uh, supposed to end up in togetherness. And if your reason for objecting or having a conversation or debating with someone is, I want to be on your side. I'm not trying to fight against you, but sometimes you have to not be on a person's side in the immediate so they understand that you're on their side in the long run. See, I I think this conversation is important because even in relationships, may it be man and wife, may it be sisters, mother, daughter, whatever it is, sometimes we're so afraid to say what really needs to be said, but you'll say, I love you to death. But because we're not willing to have the real conversations, that's exactly what you did. You loved me to death. Because I remember when, then this was some shit that, it stung. But I remember when I first started started losing the weight, right? And after about three weeks in, I was feeling, I'm like, yeah, I've been focused. I've been doing it. So I said. Three days. Was it three days, Daddy? At least three (laughs) days. About three days. I know that's what she said, but I'm telling you, the actual time was about three days in. Three hours, maybe. No, Daddy. You have been exercising about three hours into it. Go ahead, Daddy. No, it was about three weeks. My bad. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I I came in the bathroom feeling good, and I was like, Daddy, do you see any different? Do you see it? And he looked at me, and he said, no. (laughs) Well, then, shit. My little feelings was like, I've been working really hard, and he don't see nothing. But what he said to me was, when I do see it, you know I'm going to tell you. And what I'm not going to do is bullshit you and tell you what you want to hear because then I'm not truly being your friend. I'm not saying what's really real. And though in the moment it did, it stung because I'm like, oh, I've been been committed. I've been at it. But, oh, you have been. But there's not been a change as of yet. So now when he says... That ass is right. Come on, Dad. The ass is right. Come on. You get the shit right. Come on. That's what it is. He be like, bring that juicy ass on. <laughs> when you Come say on. that, then you then you know the shit is true. Yes. 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 So what I'm what I'm saying is to us that have a hard time hearing the truth, open up to it because it's really someone fighting to love you through it. They're fighting to love you through it. And I'm going to tell y'all something. Sometimes I can be a fucking handful because sometimes I will look. I look right at him. I look at him and I know everything he's saying is right. But Doreen be like, bitch, stay in it. Stay in it. And he'll love me through it. He'll be patient enough. But it's a it's a fight that he's saying, listen. We're going to fight for this. We're going to fight for the challenges. We're going to fight for what is difficult for you to deal with instead of if I ever matched your energy, then what we got? At Sheik, had made a, at Sheik, I forgot the whole thing, um, but that was part of the handles, has stated earlier, sometimes you have to be brutally honest. And sometimes you have to be brutally honest without being brutal at the same time. Mm-hmm. And 
That don't mean, oh, bitch, see, you, that's why your mother, because see, y'all got evicted, all three of y'all, so don't even act like that. That just may mean that there's some things that have happened in your life. Didn't you get evicted? That you could maybe use to be a little bit more humble, as opposed to, yeah, when you and DeAndre and y'all motherfuckers, because y'all used to drink, nigga. Y'all used to drink, and y'all get highs, too. you like, okay. Now, highs, not high, highs. You get highs, too. Off a couple things. Off a couple things. <laughs> that ain't fighting for love. That's just fighting, okay? But the way in which you're telling them you can actually speak to the real of what happened without really talking to them like you trying to blow them up. <laughs> like, verbally, you trying to blow them up. Yes. So it's like, and if you receive that, it would behoove you to get it or rather give it to other people because that's the hardest thing. If you ever notice, the more harsh someone is, the more, sens- the more sensitive they tend to be. They, they, they tend to be. They harsh. Sometimes I hear my lovely wife talking to people who she down to give them advice. And it's like, bitch, just get over it. You got to fight it. Wait a minute, who you now? What are we doing? Are we now? We going through the slave province. Just fight them when you see them and they come for you. No. You got to fight them. Wait a minute. Now, this no, is a husband. Daddy. Now, this. No. Wait a minute. You work this shit out, baby. No. Okay, then. No, what? baby. What? No, I don't tell them to fight them. Not fight them. No. No, but just the tone is like, you don't get it. That's the gorilla. That's the gorilla. <laughs> now, we was gorillas together in a previous life, sharing a banana and everything. But it's like, look, didn't you have a concern with that? Well, why are you talking like her like she's supposed to just know or he's supposed to just know like off the... So it's understanding that the same way... The same way that we got to learn things, other people got to learn them. And if you talk to people like it's okay that you don't know, you'd be surprised how people feel comfortable speaking with you. And you become surprised at how comfortable your little unit is. So it's like, will you fight for love? When's the last time you told your children just for no reason at all, like, I love you, and I'm excited to come home to see you. Thank you for standing at the door waving and twerking and jumping because mommy or daddy was coming home because it makes us feel good, and it's a pleasure to see our favorite people. When have you said that? But this is fighting for your relationship, not when you're upset. And at Die Child Support God every day, that's what I'm talking about. See, when you do things like that every day, then you're fighting for your relationships. You're fighting for yourself. And then you start seeing the type of relationships that you have. People will see the relationships that you have and will appreciate you. But you're generating that love and respect around you. And these are the type of words that the society we live in today, they'll call you a punk. They'll call you weak. They call you a sucker. Because don't you see the world at large love? Nigga, you better get your paper, okay? You better get your money. But at the end of the day, you can do all of those things in a loving way where you're not being dishonest, where you're not cheating. 
And if you run into individuals that are being dishonest and being cheats, you talk to them. And if they don't understand, then tell on them. Okay? <laughs> tell on them. And I mean it. Tell on them. Because sometimes your opinion alone doesn't make a difference. But when you tell on people that are mistreating yes. you and mistreating others, other people's opinion may help them. Because this is not to blow them up and make them look bad. It's to make them do good, to do good. Yes. And sometimes that may be something we need. That's why we'll say, well, you, why don't you ask somebody that you respect their opinion in reference to it? This ain't to put you on the spot. It's to say, these are things that work for us. See what happens if it works for you. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Having the conversations that most people are afraid to have out loud. This is Open Relationship with Monique and Sydney Hicks. We're talking about it. Will you fight for love? Like, are there parents out there right now that's going through it with their children? With their adult children, but you're unafraid to have the real conversation. And you'll say, like when you watch some of these court shows and you watch Beyond Scared Straight and you're watching it and you'll see their mamas crying, you'll see them going through it, but you'll see the mama not saying the real conversation to that son or daughter. You'll see them almost clam up where I don't want to tell them the real. And you have to ask yourself, am I fighting for love? Like, am I fighting all the way to the end? Am I saying and doing everything possible to make it work? Now, if not, if not, I love you so much, I love you enough to let you go. I love you enough to let you go because I love me. But when you, you, you hear sometimes what people say, even in friendships, and Michelle, who is, is like my sister, I don't even say friend, it's my sister, since we were kids, we've said some of the realest shit to each other. We had stopped us from speaking. Like one time we didn't speak for 90 days. I can count it. It was three months. I miss my friend so much. And just because both of us were in a space of I'm right and I need to be right. And it took her fiance at the time to call up and say, listen, I'm sick of dealing with y'all dumbasses. If y'all don't get on the phone and say what y'all really need to say. Mm -hmm. And we said what we really needed to say, which... And even though we were younger back then, but it allowed us to grow up in a space of, and now being 50-year-old women, we say, we say what we got to say. It, we don't mean to hurt each other's feelings. If it does, it wasn't the intent. But it's like we love each other enough to say, you out of order. And that was in your late teens, early 20s, and to be able to say, y'all friends to this day. Yes. From childhood, that's what... Telling the truth has to do. That's what fighting for your relationships can bring on those type of relationships. She didn't threaten me a few times. Well, anyone that's yeah. been your friend any length of time, they would. They would. No, baby. Yes, baby. Robin had to get you oh. growing up because you was being mean to her. I wasn't being mean. Yes, I wasn't was. being mean. I tell her, Robin, get me. your mic and tell her. See, we got oh, child stories. I wasn't. We got okay, child so that y'all can hear my side, I wasn't being mean. I was being a tell bully. The story. But I wasn't being mean. Did you say I was being a bully? Monique, well, being yeah, a baby, bully. but I wasn't Monique, being a mean. Well, how, Monique, Monique, for clarity's sake, being a bully is mean. Thank you. I was going to say. It is. It's being, a, bu being a bully. No, you are not. 
No, you were not. No, you were not. You were not. You called me names. You fought on me. All you called me names. Did you it say, was in did retaliation. You say she on you? Yes. No. It was in retaliation. No. Listen here. You, I, yes, you did. Because you thought you were bigger than me. Don't. James, don't we not going to do I want that. you to listen, be a part of this conversation. But listen, but here's the thing. But here's the thing. In fighting for love, right? Yes. I loved you so much that you could have your way all the time. Like you could win all the time. Even to this day, you can win all the time. I don't, I don't, I don't have to win. I don't gotta win. With all that bullshit being said, don't she only that. fought on me one time. It only took no, that one ass whipping to said. stop the fight. I zones. only fought on you one time. One time. I only fought on you one time. Because I, I fought I, on I, you one time. No, ma'am. I fought you on you one time. You on me. Don't you do it. I said, don't did I you sit do, on you? Yes, you did. Don't you. Did, did you what? Don't you do that. You yes, sat you on did. Her. What kind and of shit words, is that? What kind of shit is that? Listen. Listen, I remember those things. Did I say it? Yes, you did. No. Yes, ma'am. And no, my retaliation was always Listen, a fact. Let me tell y'all something. Robin gonna stop acting like she ain't do no shit to nobody. I, well, who, like she just a retaliator. Now, now we gonna stop putting let's, this out to the world that you only let's got fucked about up it. and then you let's, didn't fuck let's, nobody let's talk else up. Now I'm gonna tell you something. Let's talk about it while we gonna talk about it. Who did I ever retaliate against? Ever. Let me, that one time I fought you. Don't cut but me off. Don't let me I tell ever. you the bitches you to retaliate who? against. Who? There was some bitches on Brantley Avenue that they, listen here. Oh, I didn't fight them. Right we, 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 I didn't we fight got them. To go, I didn't fight them. Back. I let them bully me. Yes, I did. I would not Paulette, fight them. let me tell you I something. I did not stand you up You ain't the me. type of person no. that you stood around and I let people bully a, you. Yes, Motherfuckers were scared of you. I don't know why. So I don't. Because maybe because of the, because I cussed a lot as a kid, I said cuss right. Words. So you said no, that like you just you but, oh, but I was bullied as a child because I was passive. No, ma'am, they didn't put their hands on me. Why didn't? But they? I was passive. Here's the question I would ask you guys: Yeah, how did you, how did how did the Vern and Shirley make it through? Shlemiel. Well, let me tell you something. Let me let me tell you how. Laverne and Shirley made it through. I'm huh. always going to be Shirley Fink. And I'm going to be Ethel. I'm I'm going to be the sidekick. And I'm going to be that. Because you can always win. And I don't care. I'm going to love you without condition. Don't try to but say that. But you say that. Like, I can you, always yes, win. You can. Uh, even but now. Look what? at you. You're trying to win. Go on. It's win. not that I'm trying to. No. It's not that I'm trying to win. When you say you can always win. What? I'm competitive with Monique. <laughs> like, I'm not competitive with but you. But that is not or, what I'm saying. But what am I trying to win at? That is not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is I'm going to stand down and you're going to have your way. Well, let me say this. What? If you are a person that stands down and gives somebody their way and you don't agree with it, then that's... Spe- it's if, not about whether or if not... I'm ever you doing ain't doing some, no crazy shit that right, I'm not going to agree with, Monique. when you say I'm stand down and let you have your way, what is it that you would ever stand I'm, down and give me my way on? Ginger ale. Let's do that. Let, let's do it. Ginger ale. Let me help. I can Ginger help. Ginger ale. Wait a minute. Ginger ale. Why is my book in your purse right now? It's let, no longer let me. Wait a minute. No. Let, let's talk wait, about wait a minute, y'all. Listen, <laughs> this is the victim <laughs> shit. I said to her, let me see the book. She said, you can have the book. I'm going to because give me another y'all one. Y'all have to understand. It let, goes no. to the Twilight let's Zone see, and never comes this back. What they'll she do. came downstairs to the kitchen. I said, Monique, hey. where's my Hey, she pulled hey, it out of her purse. Hey, we already know. We already know. And see, what's going to happen? This is where it gets funny. This is the best. No, 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 no. This is where it gets funny. See, Monique will try to defend, but we already established she'll take your gum. 
and Wait give a it minute. to somebody. The day your she bomb, had gum your in her purse. I know what that's it. Your no shit. Today you had gum bomb. in your purse. Today. Today you had gum of your own in your purse. Yeah. And we had to ask for it because <laughs> you ain't offered. But if it had not been my shit, guess what? No. The world would have got it. This is how I be she going takes down. Your table table. She takes I'm your table. table. She takes your table. I'm going to tell y'all something. And we just do it. Participate <laughs> and incriminate and incriminate. I just want to be on the side. No, say you don't want to participate. But we don't take on this side, Miss Dorothy. Listen, if I'm wrong, I don't want nobody taking my side because this is the thing. Tell the truth. This is Tommy. Tommy says she just don't want to incriminate. She so she ain't going to tell the truth. Okay, well it ain't about me not telling the truth. Now don't put it out. That's like them alternative facts. Go on with your alternative facts. I have not saying, I'm not going to participate. Exactly. She's like, so that makes That's a whole all lot that of means. sense. So at the end of the day, <laughs> I so got, so at, at the, the end, end of the day, day, the truth is she got some of Tommy shit too. And she will take yours. <laughs> We've got cookie stories. <laughs> we got raisins put on phone. And what happens is, oh, sorry, as mom. you just said, how you just say we got to be on Monique's side. That's what we end up doing, saying <laughs> we got to be on Monique's it's side because she's going she to take but, your but shit. But here's the thing. It goes and, both no, no, no. ways. When, did, we, when did I take your shit again? <laughs> no, that's all I'm saying. The unconditional love goes both ways. <laughs> yes. It ain't like we, I'm just... We talking about taking things. It, well, I do take shit. <laughs> okay? okay? Right. And I'm, I'm sad because I'm, I'm fighting for love. I'm fighting for it. <laughs> fighting. And I'm fighting to be better. I take shit. Okay. What you take? Tell him. I'm going to tell you what I take. Everything. Robin made me some sangria. Oh, wait a minute. She made me some sangria. Oh, she made me some sangria. Okay, now. And it was delicious. Okay. Do you think that my wife would allow me to have some of my own sangria? It's only in a little bottle about this big and shit. And she drank it. I did not. Not drank it. Drank it. It did. No, Dad. She it. No. Yeah. You're not telling everything. <laughs> the gum. You're not telling oh, everything baby. about the sangria. Listen. Did you get any of the sangria? A taste. Did you get a cup of yes, it? Yes, I got a cup. Well, did, because did, you <laughs> that? did I get a cup of my own sangria now? Because you slow as sipping. Oh, I got I shouldn't it. be penalized for that. But you're supposed you to You slow as sip sipping. Well, my sips are bigger than your sips. <laughs> You're a big girl. So, Do you hear the rest of okay. But see, this, oh, this, but this was fucked up about my baby cousin. She, she'll say shit about me, but she ain't gonna let nobody else say nothing. She gonna make it right, That's just like she said to Sid. Well, what you just say to him? She a big girl. She, I'm a big girl. But, That's why I got is, bigger which sips. Which is my, which is my whole point. Which is my now, whole you point. You seem a little bit. Uh, a little bit out of breath. You got warm about it, right? It made you warm. <laughs> you got, yeah. It made you warm. Yeah. <laughs> it made you warm. But, but see, those this is things why. have built character in all of us, and we just know how to deal with pneumonia. This is why I love okay my team, because they do. They say the real shit to me, okay? They say, they say the real shit to and me. And if you know someone like her, this is what you do. <laughs> you put decoy snacks up. 
you did with the decoy snacks. These snacks are to throw you off the course of the real shit. The Kit Kats is over here. The Kit Kats is there. I'm going to give you some bullshit over there. Go ahead and you get uh-uh. that licorice over there, black you, licorice. As soon Come as you now. open something, she'd be like, well, where you get that from? Weird. And she can hear a bag sure? opening up for miles. <laughs> See, like she be on the road and I'm eating a snack at home. <laughs> she called me up and be like, "What you eating?" Ah, oh, baby, damn, <laughs> baby, damn. I love you with all my heart. All I love you it. with all my heart, my spleen. I love you with my, <laughs> my kidneys. Yes, you okay? See, because yeah. okay, this is why we say this is why these conversations are necessary. Will you fight for love? Because we can laugh and joke. There have been times we've cried. There have been times we had to go to our corners. However, I know it's coming from such an amazing, beautiful place where it's like, bitch, we ain't saying nothing that ain't true. And then, okay, because the gorilla in me, my defenses will come up. I don't, I don't know they ain't lying. But just automatically, the little girl says they trying to attack I got to protect me. And get them back. Mm-hmm. Get them back. But when I listen back to this show, I'll grow from it as I do all of them because for me, I can't speak for nobody else, but for me, every show, I take something from it that helps me become a better person. Does it happen within 24 hours? Mm-mm. No. 48 hours? Mm-mm. No. However, every little piece helps. Every little piece helps. So when we say fighting for love, and if you are like, man, I'm not unique, if you know that your defense goes up automatically, automatically, be patient with the person when their defense goes up, when you got to have some real conversation with them as well because you know that part kicks in. And you know if you're dealing with it, they ain't no different from you. they dealing with it because sometimes they hear that real shit right in your face with no sugar coating, with no, no whipped cream on top. It is the real shit. You take people's shit. Now, I'm not a thief. Because I don't take shit from people I don't know. Yeah, I'm going to do it. Because I don't take shit from people I don't know. <laughs> so, But but if she know you <laughs> and you got something that she tastes like, good, that she like, watch your back. It could be ill. It had to be just food. Watch your damn back. Uh, watch your damn back. Run. <laughs> so that's why we're doing this show. That's why we do Monique and Sydney's open relationship. And it still makes me laugh sometimes when I read the comments and people take it straight to sex. If you letting, you letting your man just sleep with anybody, you can't tell me nothing. And it's like, unfortunately, you haven't listened to the shows. And I understand why you would feel that way because you only believe that's what it is. But Monique and Sydney's open relationship is just this. These conversations we having with y'all right now that y'all can hear, it's no different from what we have in our closet. It's no different from me and Robin going to the airport. Listen, a couple weeks ago, I said some shit in the car, and I said, I think he jealous. And she said, like you? Well, wait a minute, bitch, that wasn't what I was looking for. Bam. Okay, that wasn't. some more, yes, I do have a, sna- a stash, by the way. Unfortunately, she knows where it's located, though, <laughs> just to answer your question. But go on, Baba, Mama. So, you know, it, it, it is when we're trying to become better, when we're really trying to become better, is when you have to open yourself up to say, I'm open to receive what I'm giving out. I'm open to receive it. And sometimes it don't, it don't taste good. It don't sound good. Sometimes it's thing like shit, especially when it's coming from the people that really love you because they know you better. Sometimes better than you know yourself. And when you know what's coming from that place, back down. It ain't a fight. Because sometimes my daddy would have to say, I'm on your team. Like, I'm on your team. Why you? I see you balling your fist up. What you get ready to do? 
And then I have to say, oh, yeah. So when you know what's coming from that place of nothing but love and there are people saying, I'm willing to love you through it. And especially when it has nothing to do with you (laughs) because it's a lot of times we as people, we only have that conversation when it has to do with us. But sometimes when you love the person that you are with, you have to fight for the love in them to bring that out in others. Meaning when there's a conversation and you ask me to weigh something out and it's involving someone else, to love you is not to stick on your side and say, girl, you right. When this is not what we would want done to you in reverse. And to be in a position where you share this information and they accept it, that it becomes a situation where you both are able to grow from it, but also that person is reaping the benefits of you being honest with them, that that outside person, if you will, because most people don't have that. And someone asked, well, you always have an open relationship. The definition of open means that we are always going to be open to have a conversation. To tell somebody that you've not been with another person in years is of no relevance to them because all they thinking is that every day in your life is a fuck fest. If they want to believe that, <laughs> get it. <laughs> they want to believe Pop that. <laughs> but the reality is, unbeknownst to them, it's more happening in their relationship with the person that they're saying that they are in a monogamous relationship than with us. But for us, from an open relationship standpoint, to answer that question, open simply means that we are always open to discussion, always open to be who we are, and we allow each other to be who we are. Now, unfortunately, I don't have any exciting fetishes or anything of that nature. For if I did, because, again, I've been accused of because... I speak in reference to us being lovers of people who are homosexuals or any sexuals that I, too, am a homosexual because this is uh, this is something that I don't disprove of, disapprove of. But if I was, the reason for this show is so that we could be whoever we are and this is who we are. So what we're saying to the folks that are out there is be yourself. Stop worrying about other folks in terms of what they say and love the people who are your people through it and folks that may be strangers learn how to love them through it too we talking about it we are talking about it today are you willing to fight for love and when we hear these conversations some people would say are they arguing are they we loving we loving each other so goddamn hard where it's like, listen here, we ain't going nowhere. We ain't going nowhere. And that's something, too, you know, <clears throat> I said this before, but this brother said this, and it really just stuck. And when I had a conversation with Omar Epps, he said, me and my wife made a decision that we were never going nowhere, which means we even, we argue different because it's like, we ain't going nowhere, so why are we going to try to tear each other down and tear each other apart? Why? And that really stuck out because it's like, if we ain't going nowhere, is the intent to hurt? Or is the intent to, no, I'm not trying to hurt. I just want you to see it my way. What you doing, my sweet? I'm trying to cut this goddamn phone off, but it won't allow me to do it. This damn phone. 
they, they, they keep trying to tell me to get a smartphone because this shit must be dumb. Right. It them, must be me. Them phones so goddamn smart that they are dumb. I okay. don't fool with them. Bring back the flip shit. That's it. That's what I appreciate. And or next time, come on, just cut your goddamn phone off before the show starts. That's all. That's daddy. what I'll okay. do. Okay. See, okay, see, I don't be having to tell my daddy shit because he already said before I can get to it. <laughs> see, he got to tell me shit because okay, I don't be saying it before he get to it. And here's the thing. Don't be embarrassed to be wrong. See, the thing is, when if I'm wrong about something and you pointed it out from where I come from, you give people that for saying good looking out. Because you got me on straight now because I didn't know when you dealing with your folks and you accept them as that and they say something to you, it's like, I know they ain't saying it to be messed up. They was excited when I got my new sweater, so I know they ain't hating on me. Mm. But the fact that I keep on rolling out and I'm not doing what I'm supposed to do, and they making mention to how I'm treating Marjorie, it's like, nigga, you better get your shit on point. Well, listen to your man. He don't have nothing to lose by telling you to do right by your woman. In fact, that's your boy, because most of your boys won't say anything to you about it. But that's your real man that's really considered considering your future. So think about the individuals who are telling you what they're telling you and know that when they have a vested interest in you winning, y'all kick it all the all the time, but they want you to be a bum. Yes. So that's why they're telling you this pertinent information to whatever you're dealing with. Don't be embarrassed to be a human being. Don't be embarrassed to be incorrect. You gave your hypothesis and to the same person that found you out to be wrong will be the same person that will later on find you out to be right. Because in situations and relationship, who do you know that is right all the time? Besides you. No, baby. Okay, not that. I didn't say a goddamn thing. <laughs> I'm just I asking you. Look around. I'm just asking you. Because my look around was nobody. I was just asking that. No, baby. Okay, no. Ken. No, we talking right. about it. Will you fight? Will you fight for love? Will you? Will you fight for love? You know, sometimes I'm watching TV and you see a lot of the relationships and you and you and you see some of the sisters making decisions and, and the brothers and it's on these reality shows and you see people and you'll hear people say, they stupid or I can't believe she went back or I can't believe he went back. And I don't ever think somebody's stupid for fighting for what they believe in. Mm-hmm. I remember when Ray Rice went through this whole thing with his wife mm-hmm. and everybody was like, oh, that young lady is so stupid and oh, how could they? And what I did... I. I, w- I have respect for that sister because what she said was we went through it, but we're going to get some help and we're going to we're going to work through this. We're going to work. through. As he said, we're going to work through it. Mm-hmm. And what that couple said was we love each other enough. God damn it. We don't care about y'all scrutiny. We don't care about what nobody's saying. Yes, y'all see the video all over the world, but we're going to love each other through it. We're going to work through it. It's like how many people got behind that? To say, really fight for it. Hopefully y'all won't fight on each other again, but really fight for it. Do I know people that fight each other physically and really love each other and stay married till they died? Yes, my Uncle Billy and my Aunt Vera. Once a month, they was going to get it in. Bam. Get it in. She might hit him with a bat. 
<laughs> <laughs> Baby, listen, one time he came down the street because he had lost all the money. So oh. he said they beat him up up the street. So all the kids <laughs> at my Aunt Vera go up the street to fight on whoever beat him up. When they get up the street, they said, Miss Vera, nobody beat on whip. He just spent all the money. Oh. So then she commenced to, to whipping beat, on whip. Yeah. But they loved each other till death, so... What was his name again? His name was Whip. They called him Whip, but it was Uncle Billy. Right, Whip, right. So whip. what was he expected to do but get his ass? <laughs> whip. Okay, then. Right. And a whip a snapper. And not that we're saying it's okay for domestic violence. We're not at all. However, we're saying they're those people that say we're going to love each other through this. We're going to love each other through it because some of us have issues and challenges that are so goddamn deep that if every time you got with somebody and you kept walking away, guess what? You're going to be a lonely bitch by the time you're about 80. But not just that. It's one mm-hmm. of those things where if it doesn't work, if it does not fit, you must have quit. Mm-hmm. Number one. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> number two is, it's like you may have been designed for that individual and you understand them in a way in which no one else does because there's something in your life that brought you two together. I didn't understand when I was saying to Monique years ago when she said, I'm going to get married to this guy named Calvin. And I said, but you really don't know him well enough to get married to him, do you? See, you're supposed to be on my side. Okay, nigga, I'm on your side now. I'm on your side. You go ahead, but this is what I need you to do. Remember what I told you. Now, I didn't know I was saying this to my wife, okay, to my first wife. Okay, she didn't know her third husband. Okay, then. It's the third of 13. Don't do it. Okay. It's and three, she baby. She didn't know if my third husband, she didn't know she was going to say it to her third husband or that she was hearing it from him, but that's what ended up happening. And then, then the, the second one, but listen, are you sure? Because, <laughs> see, he seemed to be getting frustrated with you a lot, and y'all only even live together. You want to get married and do that too? And she was like, yeah, okay, then. Well, then... Uh, <laughs> then later on in life, and she has said, Sid, if we're not married by the time we are 40, we need to get married to one another. And I said to her, here's the thing. I love you too much to get married to you because how do you kill your best friend? You can't do that because you'll get on my goddamn nerves. You don't take my goddamn cookies and raisins and think I'm going to get over it. And somehow... I had to fight for love and get over <laughs> the goddamn cookie raisins, snack treat. I, I ain't got over it all the way, but enough to dedicate my life to this woman right here in my family and say that I love her beyond any other woman that I've ever dealt with, met, loved, life, nigga, except, you know, your grandmom, your mama. That's a different love. But the terrestrial bitches, okay, <laughs> the regular human ones, this is it, okay? So at the end of the day, it's like when we in the closet talking this morning and when your wife can say, yes, ma'am, to something you said, she said, I said, yeah, She's like, yes, ma'am. That's when you know your relationship is for real because now she's looking at you as one of the girls. So, hey. It ain't been happening for years. Robin did the shit to me earlier. Yes, ma'am. I, I accept it for what it is. It's what it is. We was just talking.
talking. We was just talking. The conversation was just so easy. Hey. I don't even know what you're saying. Right. You said yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Yes, ma'am. Okay, because it just it we've been in each other's lives for so long that though we've said yes, ma'am, <laughs> to Sid, Sid said to us, oh, nigga, go ahead well, with that. Yeah, I mean, he said, right. he just oh, said listen, what, the re- what he really said to me that day in the bathroom when I said, yo, if we not married by the time we 40, we're going to marry each other. And I quote him. He said, bitch, I will kill you. That's what he said first. That's what he said first. He said, bitch, I will kill you. And look at him. And look at him. As we holding hands, talking to y'all under the table and shit. (laughs) Oh, baby. Will you fight for love? And we hope that you will. We hope that you will all the way around, <clears throat> not just for the, you know, your mate, but for your families, for your friendships, mm-hmm. for your, for the people that, that y'all are teammates. Like, will you fight for that? For the friends you don't even have yet. But based upon the conversation that you are having or willing to have, you become a friend. Come on, babies. That's why this show is so important. And that's why we say, tell a friend and tell another friend. And we appreciate the comments that y'all get. Some people say, they send in, that's my Monday, my Monday uh, pill. That's my Monday motivation. That's my Monday thing. Because I think that there are conversations where they are non-restrictive. And there are conversations where y'all are hearing two people that are saying, we're flawed. We don't know everything. We just sharing our little mean, meager experiences. But we don't know. We ain't trying to come off like we know gurus or shit. Like we can tell you how to do it, what to say. No, we just telling y'all this is what works for us. And what I say is, as I've always said to my daddy, nigga, I know I ain't unique. I know I ain't unique with my bullshit. I know I'm not. As I said to my daddy. Nigga, I know I ain't unique. <laughs> See, that's when you really get down when you call your other nigga. Look, okay. <laughs> but but okay. that's how we. But it's been since childhood. That's it. Like you can't. I, okay, I hope that y'all are in relationships that y'all can share with one another like that. That you can where, where it's not just your husband and not your friend. Where your children are just your children, but there's no relationship. We're hoping that these conversations, as they're helping me, y'all, as they're helping me, we hope they could do the same thing for y'all. Right, Daddy? Take the Absolutely. best Absolutely. And shout out to Mike Law in Suffolk, Virginia. You say, want to shout out? Shout out, brother. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you all because everybody that's taking that time to watch this conversation, that says a lot about you. It says about a, a lot about you because there's a whole lot of news stations that are on there, out there right now, that are speaking about negativity. Where do you duck in and get away from that and talk about the things that are really affecting people when they go home and go to sleep at night? A lack of love. Your knee hurts. You don't have anybody to rub anything on that. It would be somebody that would love to have your company. But how do you do that? If we don't open up and say it's okay to be vulnerable, it's okay if somebody gets over on you because they really didn't get over on you. Because as my brother Jeremiah says, you can't get over on an honest man. Mm. You're really getting over on yourself. So if somebody wants to take advantage of you or think they're taking advantage because you're being loving, no, they didn't take advantage of you. They didn't take advantage of the love that you were trying to offer them. And you took advantage of that moment and situation. And a miracle Come on. is waiting for you. Ha!
Okay now. Go ahead now. Can take I them get home your now. Money? Take them home. Can I get that money? You gonna ask for that money? I'm gonna ask for that money. I'm gonna need y'all to plant a we seed. We need the kind of jingle. Plant a seed. But we want the kind of fold. Tell them. I need that money. If you ain't got it, give Woo! us gold. Come on now. If you ain't got it, get along. <laughs> get along. Get along. Damn it. Get along. Now take us home. Listen. We love y'all for real, and we want to thank y'all for tuning in and listening. And if you are in the uh, Pittsburgh area this Friday and Saturday, uh, uh, February 3rd and 4th, we're going to be at the Improv. And May 13th, baby, our second annual Mother's Day show at the Apollo in Harlem, New York. This year, it is myself, Tone X, and our special guest, Queen Cookie, baby. So we can't wait for that show Get right it, there. Queen. We want to thank y'all again and then again. And as my daddy always says, a mind is like a parachute. It's no good unless it's open. My name is Monique. I'm Sydney. And we love y'all. For free. Mwah. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.